I know. I'm like thinking, I'm like, oh my God, what am I getting myself into? <laughs> my name is Wes Gibbons, and welcome back to the Tungsten Originals podcast. You just heard part of my conversation with Hannah Sullivan. Hannah is in pre-production for her senior thesis film, Rita to Regina, which is a documentary about her mother who recently discovered that the devastating circumstances of her adoption were fabricated. We discussed how she learned about this story, her process in making the documentary, and the challenges she expects to face during production. There is a link to the fundraising campaign for Hannah's film in the description of this episode. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy. Episode 39 of the Tungsten Originals Podcast. Hannah, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. How are you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. We are about to enter into week five. Yeah, midterms. Midterms, which is totally not a stressful time Mm -mm. in any way, shape, or form. Nope. (laughs) Especially making a senior thesis. Yeah. Um, But you are here to talk about your senior thesis, which is a documentary. Yeah. And we met at the pitch meeting. Mm -hmm. Uh, Last week, there was like a pitch meeting for people to find crew, and we were both in the same position of not really having any crew. (laughs) Having one person. Yeah, having one person. (laughs) And I was sitting next to my producer, Haley. You know, it went for an hour, so we were like talking the whole time. And whenever you pitched, I, I remember saying to Haley, I want to interview her because your <laughs> your story is super interesting uh, and it's based on a true story. But before we dive into that, I want to talk about your backstory, who you are, how you got into film in the first place. So um, cool. what is that backstory? Yeah, so I started doing film when I was in middle school. I did the morning announcements. And then when I got to high school, we had a film production class, took that all four years. Okay. We had to, you had like beginning, intermediate, advanced. Like it was a whole thing. What kind of were like were they teaching like short film? Yeah. So there was okay. one that was like short films and yeah. we would do like scripts and everything. Yeah. And then the other one was like the morning announcements. Yeah. So I did the the more short film thing. Mm-hmm. Um and then I did a summer at WHYY, which is part of like um they do like NPR and everything. Oh okay. I did like a five week program there mm-hmm. and then I actually went to Emerson College. I did oh, a pre nice. pre college program yeah. there, and then I was like, "Yeah, I'm I'm down for a film." <laughs> right. So then I just when I looked for schools, mm-hmm. I saw SCAD. Yeah. I applied to it, got in, and I was done. I didn't apply anywhere else. <laughs> I this is the one. This was I visited. Wow. I loved it, and I was like, "Yeah, cool." I applied to three, and I was worried that that was you know too yeah, few. No. <laughs> I was the first person who was like non sports to be like, "Yep, I know where I'm going." It was like nice. October. And everyone else is scrambling to apply. And I'm like, no, I'm good. October of your senior year. Of my senior year. Wow. So you were just chilling senior year. I was chilling. It was horrible. (laughs) But I was like, yeah, no, I'm good. Man, that's awesome. And my counselor was like, oh, all right, cool. Like, check her off. She's done. Don't need to work with a hand anymore. (laughs) So, yeah. So that, I grew up in Philadelphia. Okay. So, um, yeah. So why did you choose to take that high school class in the first place? Was it just like a, oh, I I guess I'll take an elective? Yeah, I, well, you had to take an elective. And when I did the morning announcements, I was known as like the film girl. Right. Yeah. And so I was like, <laughs> I think okay, all of us cool. That I'll stage. just stick with it. And so right. from for my entire high school, like anyone needed anything filmed or yeah. needed to like do an iMovie thing, they would just let me know. Right. So I was the film girl, which is like fine. <laughs> it's fine. But <laughs> yeah, I think we all, all of us film students go through that in some yeah. 
former fashion, you know. There's like the photography girl and the mm-hmm. photography guy and the film guy and the film girl. And that was, right. that was the film girl. <laughs> yeah. So is your family like artistic in any way? Were you my, like the odd odd person out in your family? My mom is really um, artistic. Okay. She worked in advertising um, and she was a producer. Um, she did the Viagra commercial. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's her claim to fame. <laughs> That's great. She So yeah, so she did advertising and okay. she's, she writes and she does mm-hmm. pottery. She's very, very artistic. So mm-hmm. she always wanted to do movies. She yeah. like she would have loved that. So I get it from her. My dad, no. And my brother, no. Okay. Yeah. They're, I saw on your website that you have a lot of advertising work. Yeah. I'm an advertising minor. Okay. I'm a film and TV major and a double minor in dramatic writing and advertising. Gotcha. So you have a ton of free time. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, of course. kind of sometimes. Kind of sometimes, I yeah. just make it where I don't sleep a lot, but it's fine. Right. I don't right. mind. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I definitely make it harder on myself than it needs to be. Yeah. So I totally get that feeling. But yeah, I love it. Advertising is so much fun. Is it just for fun? Or is, no, is there anything in it that you want to do I actually as a did an internship at an advertising agency this past summer. So okay. I, I have like three different paths that I could go and <laughs> nice. I have no idea what I'm going to do because nice. I like, because I'm a screenwriter. So I, that's mm-hmm. like what I primarily do, but I love right. producing, but I love advertising. Okay. So I'm like, I don't know. Like, we'll yeah. see. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just kind of like put myself out there and see what right. happens. But, right. It's good yeah. to be a jack of all trades. Yeah. It know? is nice. So yeah. I, I'd say you're probably making a good choice. Yeah. I was going to have a minor but I dropped it. So, you what know. What was your minor? It was going to be acting for the camera. Oh. Or, yeah, acting for the camera. And I took a quarter off to work on a feature, to, like, crew on a feature. And, you know, now my schedule's all screwed up. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just going to graduate it. with everyone else. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather. I don't know how I'm still, like, on time. Yeah. Like, everyone always is like, oh, are you, like, going to st-? I'm like, no, I'm out. I'm out in the spring. <laughs> but I don't know how. Yeah. Goodness. Well, good for you. Thank, thank you. <laughs> it's, very, it's very admirable. So what was your thought process when you were like thinking of what your senior thesis is going to be? Because our whole, you know, four years at SCAD, we're like told that this is it. Yeah. You know, like we see the upperclassmen when we're freshmen, like working on their thesis films and it looks fun, but also super stressful. Yeah. You know? So like what was your thought process going into that because as you said you're a screenwriter so right. i assume well, most of your stuff is like narrative work were you considering i uh, was but okay. i write tv shows like that's okay. my thing i don't gotcha. know why but i like love writing tv yeah so when i was like oh i have to do a senior like i don't have to but i i wanted to do my own something right because a lot of people are just kind of doing a couple different projects yeah but i was like i don't know if i can do a narrative like i mm-hmm. like I just don't, that scares me so much. I don't know why. I don't know. It just, like, I can produce for people, but, like, Hmm. like, I don't know. So, (laughs) I mean, I've done it, but I'm just, I was like, this is just going to be a lot. And then when my mom, you know, gave me this story or Hmm. she, you know, was going through this journey and all of this was happening, everyone was like, you have to do something with this. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, like, of course. But I didn't think it, I would be able to use it for yeah, my senior people say it's, that about everything you know like you have to make a doc about yeah, this you know yeah and i was like yeah i mean it would be a great doc but i was right. like i don't know how i could do it because it's kind of like a hard it's like a long story so when i pitched it to my professor amy i was like oh nice yeah amy madox i was like um, I don't know if I can do this. And mm. she's like, no, you can do it. You're doing it. And I was like, okay, cool. Okay, she go. was like, no, I love it. You're doing it. Amazing. Great. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. But I feel less stressed because 
I it's like so personal, the story. Yeah. So I feel like I just it's not going to be easy, but it's definitely it kind of takes a, a lot of that stress away because yeah. it's all my like everything it's is real in you. my family. Yeah. yeah. Like I have all of these resources. So I don't know. I just feel less stressed than I did mm. about doing the narrative. OK. I don't know. Coming up through SCAD, like what kind of projects were you working on and what roles were you doing? I was just doing a lot of producing okay. mostly and like just how like I did I produced a senior last spring winter okay. spring and mostly writing but then mm. when I got into advertising like it would be some quarters where I'd be doing so much film and then some quarters where I'd be doing so much advertising right so it was yeah. just like depending on what classes I was taking what draws you to producing um, I like am an organization freak. Like <laughs> okay. it's very bad. I could yeah. and I like can sit and write emails for hours, and I just like and it's a good time. Right. I don't know why, <laughs> but I mean someone has to do it, so yeah, why not? Exactly. But yeah, if you're gonna be a producer, I, I I agree. You should probably enjoy emails. I don't. Yeah, in some form. Or like fashion. I'll be like, <laughs> we were sitting down the other day, me and my roommates, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna write. I have like 85 emails to write, and they're like, that's horrible. And I'm like, I mean, it's not that bad. <laughs> Like, you're crazy. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I like it. It's fun. Gotcha. So, so did you, in in the scary part or in the scary process of like figuring out what to do as your senior, was any part of you like, you know what, I'll just like produce two or three others? Yeah. Well, I didn't even know that was an option. <laughs> right. I just thought like neither, everyone actually. has to do one. And I was yeah. like, that seems all like yeah. crazy. Because then you start thinking of the logistics of well, it. Like, okay, well, if we're all seniors yeah. and we all have to like direct our own. a thousand of us. Like, <laughs> yeah. There's going to be so many. I was so yeah. confused. I this whole time thought that we were all making one. And I was like, right. there's no possible. It's not possible. Yeah. This is not happening. <laughs> like, how does it happen? So when we started like le- like pitching our projects and stuff yeah. and someone was like, oh, you can just like, you know, produce two or you could, you know, write and mm. have someone pr- like whatever. I was like, oh, you can't. <laughs> like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but you still decided to do, you know, I just decided because once I like found this story, I was like, yeah, this will be fun. My mom's also writing a memoir right now. So she kind of wants me. She was like pushing me to do it. Right. Because it would be just cool if yeah. we made this and then she had the memoir and like right. it kind of was in a little bundled package like totally together, which would be great. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we haven't even said what the idea is. I know. So <laughs> I want to I want to read the log line because. I don't know if you like specifically read the log line at the pitch meeting. I think you just like no, did I, don't a shortened... even, I think I blacked out during yeah, the pitch no, meeting. I, I was like, I... oh, I'm up, and then I just said things. <laughs> and then your and then your memory just wiped. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I... I get that. Um, however, you pitched it, it really was captivating. But the log line is a true story about a 52 year old woman who discovers that the devastating circumstances of her adoption were fabricated. Through DNA, she uncovers a family secret. Now already, that's like, whoa. This is interesting. Yeah. But then when you're like, hey, this is my mother. Yeah. And I learned about this recently. It's like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> so take me on the journey of how did you find out about this? Like, yeah. what's the timeline here? Okay. Yeah. You know, like, I just want to pick your brain about this. Cool. Yeah. So there's a lot going on with this. Um, <laughs> so my mom decided to do a DNA test through Ancestry.com. She didn't tell anybody. She just did it. And so in December, I was home for break and like last December, like, yes, like this past, this past wow, December. Okay. So like, yeah, like not even a year ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was sitting with her. We're on like at our kitchen table yeah. and she's like, she looks at me and she's like, 
my cousin just messaged me. And I was like, oh, like the one from Florida. And she's like, no, 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 like my biological cousin. And I was like, okay, whoa. (laughs) I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, I think I found like my family. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, yeah. (laughs) So we start looking at these messages and she has these matches and it's three cousins and then this woman named Julie. The most amount of DNA match she has is with this woman, Julie. And so she starts messaging um, and it turns out that she has five half siblings. So it's like I'm like trying to even think right now. <laughs> so basically she has five half, half siblings. Yeah. She Julie uh, was the first born but was also given up for adoption. Her biological mother, who is now passed, uh, had an affair before she was married with a married another married man. And when she had Julie, her parents, her family sent the mother, my mom's mother, to a convent to have the baby, and then they gave it up for adoption. She then got married to a man named Ed. Ed and Mary, my mom's mom. It's cr- I know, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm like imagining. <laughs> I know, it's I like need to do numbers. a family tree. It's <laughs> yeah, crazy. Definitely. They had two kids, and then my mom's mom, her real mom, um, had an affair with a cop. She didn't. They didn't know what to do. Right. Um, and so... <laughs> Reasonably they, so. Right. So then they decided she was going to have the baby. Yeah. Now, when the baby was born, they were going to keep my mother. So this is my mother. In the hospital, That the day she was born, Ed, the husband, not the fa- my mom's father, because right. her mom had an affair, was like, I can't raise another man's child. Mm. So they gave the baby up for adoption. They wow. told the entire family that my mother died during birth. Whoa. They told the kids. They told the family. Everyone. So everyone believed that my mother just... Yeah. Never was born. But my mom is now alive and well. Alive and with this other family. (laughs) Yeah. So then they have two more kids. And yeah, so that's that. Yeah. Or no, they have one more kid. So then my mom at 22, she was like, you know, getting married. She was dating my dad. And she Mm. was like, I just want to know, like, maybe like if they're out there. So she asked her dad, her adopted dad at the Mm. time, where, what service they went through. And she got a letter from her mother and her mother was basically like i was going to abort you you're you're you should be thanking me that you're alive like horrible things whoa and so my mom was like no i'm not yeah. gonna i don't want to meet you like yeah. i don't want this this is not good like she just felt weird about it so then she just stopped and mm. never reached back out and whatever until now 30 years later she yeah. found the, her whole family so she's you know it's crazy the other crazy thing is she was told that she was a product of rape. They didn't say that it was an affair. They said that the mother was raped. Oh, my God. But that's not true. So she, whoa. Yeah. So she found so, out that that wasn't true, like, December. Like December, yeah. Oh, my God. So her and how entire, old's your mom? My mom's 52. Okay. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So it's her whole life. She just thought that, like, yeah. she like she didn't know how to handle that. You, Your whole life you think that you are a product of rape, you're your mother basically is telling you like you're lucky you're alive like yeah. i like i'm the reason you're alive almost yeah. like this god figure yeah and you've never even met her and then you find out it's not true yeah yeah so here comes the documentary <laughs> yeah <laughs> so like as you were growing up was your mom being adopted was like that like a thing that y'all would talk about in the family or was it just like oh mom's adopted you know um eh. her, little... her mom's like kind of an ass but you know we don't really talk about that you yeah. know like how out of the blue, I mean, obviously, very out of the blue, but like how out of the blue was it from your perception for her to tr- to pursue finding out the information? 
Um, it's hard because my mom's, the family that she was adopted by, the mother passed away when my mom was 12. And then her father had cancer and passed away when she was 22. Oh, wow. Um, and those are her adopted parents. The adopted parents. The adopted yes. mother also was um, had depression. And mm. so she committed suicide when my oh mom my was 12. God. And my mom was the one who found her. Like, oh. my mom has been through it. Yeah. And... So I want to send your mom like like oh, a yeah. care package or something. <laughs> yeah. She's the strongest person I've yeah. ever met. She's amazing. Um, but we just never really talked about it because yeah. there was no one from her other than her two brothers. There was no one like we we didn't we never really spent time with that family. Yeah. Um, we spent time with my dad's side. Mm -hmm. So there was no one to talk to talk right. about the adoption with because you know the only people that knew were my mom and her two brothers. So, yeah, it wasn't really a big, we would, like, talk about it here and there. I just had recently found out about my mom's adopted mom and, like, how she passed just because my mom just never felt like she needed to share that. Right. And that's, like, a big, you know. Yeah. But It's obviously not the most fun thing to yeah, talk no. about. Yeah, no. And so, yeah, we didn't really talk about it that much. Mm -hmm. And then until recently, we now talk about it almost every <laughs> single day. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so. Absolutely. So, so she she breaks this news to you. You you were saying that like her cousins reached out. Like, what happens after she's getting these messages from her, you know, blood family? Yeah. So the cousins reached out. She started by meeting the one cousin. Her name is Lorraine. She met with the cousin. It was like her, my mom, my mom's best friend, and the cousin all met for coffee. And just because my mom was like, I don't know if I like what I want to do. Like, right. do I want to meet them? Do right. I not? Like, how do we do this? And so they sat and like they sat for five hours and right. just talked about yeah. everything so that my mom could decide what she wanted to do. And then that's when they the one half sister, the firstborn, they got in contact and she was actually coming up to Philadelphia. She lives in Nashville. She was coming up to Philadelphia to visit. Mm -hmm. And so they met. And so that was the first sibling she met. And then that's when they found out that the other siblings are, um, they're just like a little bit, they, they grew up in a very religious household. So a lot of the things that they think of my mother are not so good. Mm. So like they just wanted to make sure that, you know, my mom was prepared for meeting right. those three because also those three thought my mom died when right. she was born. So like there's just a lot going on. It's a so lot of whirlwinds. It was like meeting people like step by step, like, right. you know, introducing my mom to this family. She also has 45 cousins now. <laughs> like it's insane. So like yeah. step by step, we're just deciding like what's the best way to do this yeah. and like who's going to meet who and when mm. and who's going to be there. Because there always had to be some type of like mediator there, which was one of the cousins usually. But yeah, so that all was happening between January and um, March. So she was starting to meet everyone those months. Right. And then they had a family reunion. So she mm. went. Yeah. So. Wow. She's met pretty much everyone. I just met some of them this summer. Wow. One of the weirdest things that I, I've, because I, I look like my mom, but I don't look like my dad's side. Yeah. So I've never seen people that look like me, like family-wise. Oh, so that was wow. the first time I'd ever seen anyone other than my mother that looked like me. And I, like, I started crying. Right. Because I, I was like, my brother looks like everyone. And mm. I just like, it's just me and my mom. We're like twins. And so looking at those people and like their faces, mm. just like, like so similar to mine, it was the most unreal thing. Yeah. And I never even thought of that. Yeah. Like, I walked in and I was like, oh my God, like. These are, this is my family. Yeah. It was so bizarre. 
to see them Gosh. look like my mom was like it was just weird and yeah. then you kind of see like oh that's like where i get this from and like things yeah, like okay, that that's what i was gonna ask do you notice like ticks and like senses of humor yes. and, and like personality traits and stuff like it's that it's so weird it was Gosh. so weird and just sitting with them like i had to like go to the bathroom and i yeah. like called my roommate and i was like i don't know what to do right now like i'm gonna i'm like crying in the bathroom right and then I like text my mom and I'm like, why am I crying? And she was like, oh, my God, don't cry. <laughs> but also, like, why would you not? Well, like, it's just so it's bizarre. the most unique, <laughs> you know, whenever you're texting your friends for advice, typically your friends can relate. But like your roommate <laughs> you know, was probably she like, was like, whoa, I have no idea what to say. <laughs> yeah. Like, this was insane. Yeah. So, yeah. of course, everyone's telling you, you know, as you were saying, you're the film girl. You got to make a doc about this. You got to make a doc about this. Was any part of you worried about making a documentary because it's almost as if you have to bring up all of this stuff again? Obviously, mm -hmm. this has been an emotional roller coaster and very difficult parts of your mom's life. You know, she has to think about again and like difficult people that, that she has to deal with. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's just very complicated and yeah. sensitive and stuff like that. Was any part of you worried about putting her on the spot about her story and just having her go through it again in yeah. a way? Um, yeah. When I told her that I wanted to do this, we were, we took a little like girls trip to California yeah. this summer. It was just me and her and we, it was for my birthday. It's when I brought it up to her. We were doing, we were wine tasting. So we were a little drunk Perfect. <laughs> and um, I brought it up to her and I was like, would you be okay if I did this because I know she was writing the memoir and I didn't want to like step on her feet and like right. it's her story and yeah but she was like yeah I would love that and wow. she was like if there's anyone that's going to do it it should be you um yeah, for sure because you know she was like you you're going to tell it the way that right. you believe is the best way to tell it of course like I ask her I think I call her at least once or twice a day just to be like okay is this okay this and is she's okay. like yeah, yeah yeah that's fine <laughs> Um, like she changed, she hated the log line when I first wrote it. Oh, really? And she was like, no, I hate that. And I was like, well, I mean, it's my thing. So. Right. Yeah. So how, so how to dive into that? How do you weigh the ideas of like, okay, yes, it's your mother's story, mm -hmm. but you're the director of the documentary. Right. Like when she's does, you know, you know, who knows how jokingly she was saying like, oh, I hate the log line. But like, you know, what if, what if the edit comes up and you show her a cut and she says, I don't like it. How will you handle that? And maybe I, you don't know because think, that's so. Yeah. Know. I mean, it's already kind of starting. Like we, right. I will send her something and she will fully say, I do not like that. And hmm. then I'm like, okay, well this, like we get in kind of little fights. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well you have to let go a little bit because mm. I have to do what I need to do for this to work. Like, right. And like, yes, obviously if there's something that you're really not happy with I will definitely change it but we also have to like be have a happy medium mm -hmm. because you and she is opinionated like she will tell me she hates something and yeah. I'm like great thanks mom like she is <laughs> like she will tell me so right. I am afraid that there are going to be things where she's just gonna say like no yeah. but you know we'll figure it out it'll mm -hmm. be step by step she's also so artistic and like has right. all of these Creative it's not like she doesn't know what she's talking about. Right. Yeah. yeah. She does she know. She's has very smart. <laughs> right. so, Which almost makes it harder it, for you. Yeah. Like if if she didn't know anything about anything that I do, right. it would be easy. But she's like very 
she knows what she's talking about. And I'm like, sometimes she says things and I'm like, oh, you're right. Oh, that's a good point. I probably should change that. <laughs> right. So throughout the process as you're filming and editing and things like that, which is a continuous process for documentaries, unlike narrative work, um, are you ever capturing something and thinking she can't see this until it premieres? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if she's listening, maybe not talk about that. But, hmm. you know, like, you know, how yeah. do you approach that? Well, I that? think like one of the things that we're, we are planning to do is we're going to hold another reunion in December and film it for a lot of like the right. visual. Um, yeah. And so I feel like I don't want her to see some of that footage. Like mm. even though she'll be there, I just don't want her to like see that. And then I also don't think that she should be able to watch her own interview. Like, I think I'm going to interview her and then I'm going to say that's that. Right. Like, uh, like just tell me if there's things you said that you really don't think should be in there. Yeah. But other than that, like, you can't listen to your own interview. Right. Because, of course, she'll critique everything. She'll just be like, like oh, anyone no, yes, would. Yeah. yeah. So I think that would yeah. be good. But um, I think she's going to be like, we're going to we're gonna interview a lot of people. I'm going to let her go through those just because if mm. there's something someone said that she's like, I don't think that should be in there because mm -hmm. we're going to interview Everyone involved, my dad's side of the family, because they're very involved in it. Her, mm. her brothers, my brother, my dad, yeah. like everyone. Yeah. So if if someone says something and she thinks that we shouldn't use it, then yeah. Yeah. But so, I don't think she should see hers. Right. Definitely. So where are you in this process? Have you interviewed anyone? Like um, you were telling me, you know, before we started recording, like what crew members you have, but mm -hmm. like uh, in the timeline of you know production. Of yeah. It. Like, where kind of are you currently? Currently, we are just trying to figure out mostly crew because right. I am going to be in Philadelphia. So I'm I either need to figure out how to get people there or like find people that will already be there. Like I just right. found um, someone who's going to help me produce while I'm in Philly um, okay, and like gotcha. be kind of my help there. Right. For interviews, we haven't really gotten any. Most of the interviews and the footage is going to be shot um, November, December. And then so on, on our break, on our break, yeah. and then in winter we're gonna head to Jacksonville, where my brother, or my mom's brother, lives. Hmm. Um, and then we're gonna go to Nashville to do the sister, okay. the half sister. She's gotcha. in Nashville. But other than that, we're I'm literally just trying to get all of the information I yeah. can, and like have every all the research ready and like mm -hmm. questions done, so that once we get once I get back to Philly, like I can just kind of deep dive into everything and just start doing interviews. I also, I'm going to have someone do, I'm going to have a photographer who's in Philly go and start taking pictures of everyone, like all of the people I'm going to interview and do mm -hmm. like just principal photography. And we also just need to find a place to hold the reunion. Like, do we want to do it in a house? Do I want right. to like have everyone go to like a, like a, a spot? Like, I don't know. Something, yeah. An event space or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So it's mostly just figuring out these things so mm -hmm. that once I get there, it's all ready. Right. Do you expect to learn new information from interviews? Yes. Okay. So, I think that things are going to be said that yeah. people haven't said before. Right. So in recognizing that, does it make you want to like interview your mom last so that you can create questions out of those interviews? Oh, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Look, I'm horrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. It's I, You yeah. have a lot. Like, I, it's, it's just a lot. A lo yeah. It's a ton. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I think, yeah. We're just going to go with, yeah, that's, <laughs> that sounds good. Thanks. Okay, that was a great idea. <laughs> great. I'll just take a producer credit, yeah, you know, whatever you want to give No, totally. So um, in piecing your crew together, 
How are you finding that process? Are people like immediately latching on to the idea? Mm -hmm. I want to find people that are that want to help me tell this story, like not people that just like need a position. Like I want people that because it's like it's just a lot of (laughs) personal things being said. Yeah. So I want to make sure that everyone involved like understands that some of it's going to be tough. Like Mm -hmm. it's not like some of the information is not fun to talk about. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I've gotten a lot of people that have come up to me and been like, I love like I love this story. Like I want to help you. And like mm-hmm. one of the girls came up to me at the pitch fest. She's right. a DP. And she immediately looked at me and she's like, you, the doc. And I was like, yeah. And she's <laughs> like, I love it. I'm look at my reel. Gave me her business card. And I was like, I love the, I love yeah. that someone's excited to help. Right. Yeah. So that's kind of like my main thing is mm-hmm. like getting people that are excited to help, especially mm-hmm. because we have to, if they're going to be on this, we're going to have to go travel. So it's right. like, you have to be, you have to want to do that. Right. Whenever people are approaching you and saying they want to work on it, obviously that's a great feeling. Mm -hmm. Is any part of you at all protective about it? Because it feels good for people to be enthusiastic, but are you at all apprehensive because it is so personal and, you know, a lot of this is your story in a way. Yeah. You know, you are obviously so close to it. So, um, I don't know, is that just, is that something like that you think about a lot? Yeah, I think... Like, my producer, Caroline, I've known her my whole four years here. So, like, she's someone who, when she said, yeah, I'd love to work on it, I was like, oh, absolutely. Like, you've met my mom. Like, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, it's the people that I would bring on who don't know me that that's kind of, like, I feel like I have to, like, go out and, like, get dinner with them, like, three or four times before we, like, get started. Yeah. Because. Especially if they're going to be at the interviews. Yeah. You know? And, like, I'm, like, I personally just am very, like, like, I'll just. Yeah, I'm like a lot sometimes, so I like don't want people to be scared and be like, "This girl's crazy," because <laughs> I can be like, kind of like very, like forward. So right, I think that yeah, it has to be a good match. Mm-hmm. So I think getting to know people this quarter and yeah. seeing if it works is what we're gonna do. Um, and it's gonna be a small crew, like right. You you're crewed like for a doc like that. It- the needs are so different so from a, different from a short which also is so much less stressful that was like the one thing like the yeah. narrative i'm like i'm i'm gonna need like a lot of people <laughs> yeah this, exactly. i'm like i just need like someone to light it someone to and film it right <laughs> like, that's and sound exactly that's it. <laughs> yeah it's, and that could literally just be three people yeah <laughs> so um you know when i was running out these questions i was i was thinking uh you, you've obviously said many reasons of why you're doing a doc over a narrative, but did you ever think about approaching it in a narrative sense, like doing a narrative but on the same story? Because that's a very common thing these days. Like we saw the Mr. Rogers documentary come out, and now they're making the Mr. Rogers like, you know, yeah. movie starring Tom Hanks. They they did the same thing with like American Animals that mm-hmm. was based on a real event. And they like touched on that in the movie. They like yeah. referenced it like, oh, this isn't how it really happened. Was that ever an idea or was it immediately like only yeah, doc? It was an idea. As I said, I write TV and I wrote a show called Haze and it's about something that happened in my high school. Okay. Um, but I, it's a true story, but I wrote it as like a, like a dramatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I dramatized the story. Right. Um, so, yeah, I always thought like we could do that and like mm-hmm. relive how she found out. Yeah. But whenever I was telling people about this, like the, immediately everyone was like, oh, have you ever seen Three Identical Strangers? And I was like, I have. And yeah, yeah. like like that's kind of like where everyone's mind goes. So mm-hmm. they're like, it, like it, I feel like it 
is better like with my mom's voice and like right. hearing her tell it. Um, I don't think I would get as much emotion mm-hmm. if I tried to write it. Right. Because yeah. she knows the story better than anyone. Right. So. And I want her to tell it. So I right. felt like, and if I did, if we did it more of a narrative, um, I would have her help me write it. Yeah. So we just, Doc was like the most, it made the most sense for this, I think. Right. Definitely. I would agree. <laughs> I would agree. Cool. <laughs> um, again, whenever you were in the in the deciding process to make this, and as you're like currently in in pre production, do you ever worry that you are maybe too close to the story and won't be able to tell it objectively? Mm-hmm. All the time. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. how do you how do you reconcile with that? Um, I talk to my mom about it. <laughs> right. I mean, I don't know. I was talking to Stephen Stanley. Um, love him. We've had him on the podcast. He's I, fantastic. I know. I love, yeah. He's my favorite. I when I found out when I knew I was going to do this, I was like, I need to talk to Stephen because he yeah. was my doc professor, and so he made me like love doc. And right. so I went to him, and he asked me the same thing. He was like, Do you think that you're going to tell the story? You your your opinion is going to kind of cloud things. And I was like, No, I don't think. No, I don't think so because I. Well, he was like, are you going to be in it? And I was like, no, absolutely not. Like, I don't want to be interviewed. Why is that? I just, I don't know. I don't, I think that would be weird. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just, I just, I got, yeah, like I have opinions on it. Right. But, but I think you that. You would just kind of be like rehashing. Right. Yeah. And like, there's so many people that are talking. I'm just, like, I just don't think that I, ha- I mean, I guess I have some things that, like the whole crying thing. Like when I told Steven that, he was like, oh, that's oh, I'll cry right now. Like, that's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah. yeah, but I just don't think that I should be involved because mm-hmm. I'm already so involved in like, I'm going to be, you know, doing the edits and everything. Like, I'm telling my story that way by mm-hmm. the way that the doc's going to be told, like, you know, put together. So like, that's my my interview, basically. Right. Like, the way that this is going to be put together is how totally. I want to tell the story. Yeah, that makes sense. So there's no reason for me to be interviewed. But then he was like, you could always just do it and have it. And I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> then maybe I will. I right. don't know. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Did he give you any advice that really stuck out to you about yeah. making this? He was like, you have to pick what side of the story you're telling. Are you telling it like a true crime thriller type of doc? Like, mm-hmm. are we going to like find out all of these things right. slowly? Or are you just going to tell the story and then, you know, go with the emotion? I was talking to him about how basically my mom grew up without a mother. She never had a mother figure in her life. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's like a big part of who she is, is she just didn't know when she had me. I'm I'm her first. So she didn't know how to be a mother because she never had one. So like that's like a huge part of this story and like her learning about herself and like now where she came from. So he was like, that's one thing. Like that's one way you can tell it yeah. and then there's the true crime and he was like you just have to decide which way you want to tell it and I was like yeah I do <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that was that was a because I, I when I went to sit down with him and talk about it I just knew I wanted to tell it but I I didn't realize right. that I didn't know how I wanted to tell it um but now I'm like getting there yeah so are you are you currently figuring that out yeah i think we're gonna go with the more emotional part of what like what she's going through in her journey like we're still gonna tell the story and you know like drop those like crazy (laughs) details right but we're not going to make it about that it's gonna be more about my mom and like what she's going through Mm -hmm. and how she's 
dealing with this. Do you have any idea of like how long it's going to be? Obviously, you haven't, you know, shot much, so it's like super early, but. Um, yeah, so we're, we're thinking for, I mean, it could be a future. Yeah, like, it could. Absolutely, it could but be. But like, that's, a, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I think we're going to try to aim for like 10 to 12 minutes. Okay. Everyone, I, I thought everything had to be five minutes. Yeah, I, it, I don't know how Stanley it was like, it's a doc, so like you can get away with it. And yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to aim so. for 10 to 12 is okay. I think what we talked about. But I'm just going to shoot as much yeah, footage as absolutely. I can. And then if we edit into a 45, 50 minute thing, then why not? Yeah. We'll just have it. But yeah. that would be like, you know, we have to get the, this done for, <laughs> yeah. for school. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But. So are you going to be conducting the interviews yourself? Um, yes. Okay. I think we decided that I am going to do that. Okay. We that was also another, you know, right. obstacle. Yeah. Um so how do you feel about talking to these brand new family members and asking them very personal questions? I'm very nervous. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very nervous. I've also I have to meet them all first because I've only met so many of them. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be its own process of right. like meeting these people and then doing this interview. And also some of them might say no, like some of them might not want to be interviewed. That's true. Which is also going to be an obstacle. And I think my mom is going to be the one to bring this up to them and ask. Right. It's like, a, it's just a lot of like, how are we going to approach yeah. this? Yeah. How because do you navigate it's, it? Yeah. It's very touchy. Yeah, so are you thinking of, like, having your mom at the, inter like, for other people's interviews, like, mm -hmm. have her there, just so it's like, oh, there's an adult here, you know, or, like... I think that we're not going to have my mom at all of them. I think we're going to have one of the cousins, like, who's been really involved in it. Been, like, the mediator. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Because I don't think that, because it's about my mom, I don't think, like, people would say things that they would say if she wasn't there, if that makes sense. Like, she, if she was there, yeah. I feel like people will feel like they can't say certain things. Like they things. filter it. Yeah. Gotcha. So I don't think my mom would be at every interview. But right. definitely, like, at least one or two of the cousins are going to have to be there. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm, like, thinking, I'm like, oh, my God, what am I getting myself into? <laughs> I mean, I you know, like, I think projects like this are the best projects to make because it is so personal to you. I'm making a... A, like a narrative short, not a doc, but that's still super personal, inspired by true events. And, you know, it's the same way of like, man, how do I navigate this uh, <laughs> emotional part yeah. of my life? But I would much rather deal with that problem than trying to write a character that I don't care about. Yes. You know what I mean? So exactly. It's like, I think they're good problems to have. Yeah. Personal stuff just feels more natural. Like it just happens right. naturally. So when you try to like force those weird characters to, it just doesn't work. Yeah, That's I just why can't I, do when it. I write stuff, I always write things that have happened. Like I can't, I can't just like make up a person. I can't like make it up just Star doesn't Wars. work. Yeah, yeah. no, <laughs> nope. It just, I can't do that. So I have so much respect for people that can. I mean, it's incredible that yeah. people do that. Like yeah. when people write sci-fi, I'm like, I don't know where that came from, but right. it's amazing. Yeah. But yeah, I have to. I have to write things. Mm -hmm. I know. Yeah, that's why I have a literal folder of just notes, like of things that have happened in my life. Because, really? Yeah, <laughs> I just like. Well, if something happens, I'll write it. I also made my friends. We all have a like a notes thing on our phone, so mm -hmm. we all can write in it, and like everyone gets it. Yeah. So if someone says something that's funny or something happens, yeah, 
you write it down in the notes so that I can have it. <laughs> so that nice. I can use it. <laughs> yeah. It's like your own little research team. Oh, yeah. I'm like, what out. did you say? Okay, write that down. Right. <laughs> and that's a line for a character. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, Hannah, you're going to write us in movies and whatever. And we're just going to, you're going to make us horrible people. Right. And I'm like, well, you do bad things. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you've talked a lot about like the different problems that you're facing. What's something that, and, and again, you know, you're obviously very early in the production stages, but what's something that you thought was going to be super difficult, but now you're like, oh, turns out that that's a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. Or are there any <laughs> things like that? I think the the thing that I was like, oh, this is actually going to work is that like the fact that I can actually tell this story for right. my senior. I truly was like, there's no way. When I came to my first class and we all had to say what we wanted to do, mm -hmm. and I stood up and I said, this is my idea. And I looked at Amy and I was like, this is this is it. And she was like, I love it. She's like, I have chills. You're doing it. And I was like, okay, that is, that's all I needed to hear. Right. And then everything else is just kind of like praying and hoping it right. works out. I think my biggest like fear right now is not getting the crew members that I need to get up to Philly. Right. But then I, you know, I talked to my mom and she's like, we can talk to people here and like you mm -hmm. could just get someone and like try to do that. Right. And I was like, yeah, I guess I could. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's the craziest you're gonna thing. A, you're going to have a crazy year. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm when I graduate, I'm literally just going to go into a full nap, yeah. like full nap. A month long nap. <laughs> For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, You're launching your fundraising campaign very soon. Why do you think people should donate? to the campaign? Because I just, I think that this is a story that is important for people to like hear, but mm -hmm. also I just think that we're trying to, I, I mean, it's just like, it's a great story. And like my mom has been through so much and like she literally thought she was one person and now is a completely different person. And like, I just want to be able to tell that story for her. Mm -hmm. And so I think this is like, kind of giving back to my mom and just being like you you're such she's such an amazing wonderful person like mm -hmm. one of the like she's my hero truly so like it's for her like this is mm -hmm. for her and this is for anyone that's just been through it like mm -hmm. you know this is this is the underdog story like she mm -hmm. who who knows what could have happened that's the also the biggest thing is like we talk about every day i'm like what happens what what would have happened if they kept you right you know where would you be like this is just right. for it's just under for the underdog. And right. she is now like she owns her own business. She is an amazing, amazing person. So this is for her and for everyone like her who's been through crazy, crazy shit. Something that I think about when raising money is that a lot of the people that are going to be donating are like our family and friends who maybe don't understand costs of filmmaking. Mm -hmm. So could you like give a quick rundown of like how that money can help you? Yeah, the biggest thing right now is we need to get people from here to Philly mm -hmm. and to Nashville and Jacksonville. So that that's like the biggest thing. Yeah. Once we get everyone in those places, it's all kind of, you know, it's that's like the biggest cost. And like, right. that's my, my big, that's my big fear is not being able to get the people that want to work on this film and like are so passionate about it to the places that we need to be. Yeah. Um. So that's like the our main um, fundraising, you know, thing. Right. That's what we need the most is travel expenses. Right. Because um, luckily we can get the equipment. Yes. Yeah. Luckily. But then you have to transport the equipment. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like it's just, there's so much that goes into it. So yeah. it's, that that's probably the main thing. 
because you know once we're up there like i can house people like right. i have, like i have so much family there so it's it's a lot of like food is like we'll figure like it's just the getting us from here yeah. to there and we're <laughs> that's what we need right so right yeah. um i totally skipped over this uh throughout this interview but it's called rita to regina is that a reference at like like what is that a reference to my mom's name is regina mm -hmm. they were going to name her rita so like that, her, her biological parents were yes like Whoa. that was supposed to be her name her name was supposed to be rita so when she was put up for adoption did they not include a name mm -mm. whoa mm -hmm. oh my goodness she just found this out yeah i mean it's <laughs> yeah so yeah her name was supposed if to that's be not rita. reason enough to donate i don't know what <laughs> yeah. is. her name was rita she is now regina and that's this is her story <laughs> that could that sounds like you wrote it that sounds like a script that you wrote. What? That, that her name, like, it sounds similar. I know. It, when she told like, me that, I was like, you're kidding. She's like, no, right. yeah. Nope, my name is going to be Rita. I was like, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, my goodness. So. She also hated the title. And I was like, I'm not changing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You. I mean, it's perfect. It's perfect. Um, so as you go throughout this, what are your hopes for distribution, for film festivals, what do you envision happening for this doc once the final timeline is exported? I, yeah, I want to get it into as many short film doc festivals, whatever. Mm -hmm. Also with her writing a memoir, pairing that together and kind of like using the memoir and the doc like to kind of help each other. Right. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, that's pretty much just getting into film festivals. Yeah. Um, and like I was talking to Stanley Doc film festivals are really big right now. Like, yeah. they're really hot and happening. So, yeah. I mean, the doc lineup at at the SCAD festival, film festival last year was incredible. I mean, and it, it's yeah. incredible That's, this year. That is one of my favorite panels that they have. Oh, yeah. The I, Docs so, to Watch Roundtable. Yes. So good. It's, it's my mom's favorite. She came last year. Nice. She's a big film buff. So, mm -hmm. she was, she got a pass and everything. Um, but yeah, we, we love that one. Yeah. That one's so great. So, so do like docs are cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like we're in a doc golden age or something. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like growing up they weren't as popular, mm -mm. and maybe that's just because I wasn't in the, you know, I was yeah. a d dumb kid. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. I feel like that everyone's watching them. Well, even just you know? like those like limited series that are like those yeah. ten episode like Making a Murder. Not that this is Making a Murder, <laughs> but <laughs> like so popular. Right. I think it's because people want real stories. People are just like, they want to see real things, like yeah. people going through, which is like, it's raw and it's it's actually like things that are happening in this world. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, like people just gravitate towards it. Yeah. I mean, I do, so. Yeah, absolutely. And this is definitely one of the most unreal real stories <laughs> yeah. I've ever heard. Um, well, is there anything else about the um, movie that you want to shout out before we oh, Lord. head out of here? No, we've I mean, covered a lot. I, we've covered it all. It's a lot. And I, mean, I, and I think like it'd be fun to have you back on when you're in like the editing stages. Yeah. Because I'm sure you're going to have crazy oh, stories. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Like who knows how this is going to. Honestly, shout out to like my, my dad because he's like, what is going on? <laughs> That's who we need to shout out. <laughs> he's like, right. what? Why? What is going on? He's, but he's a trooper. He's yeah. like, he goes with her to all of this, the things. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out to my dad. He's going to be like, he's going to hear this and be like, oh, that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> good. Well, I'm glad. Um, well, good luck. Thank you. I'm 
super excited. I I mean, I I don't think there's this may be putting a lot of pressure, but I don't think there's any way that you can mess this up oh, just be, because of how close you are to it and because of how real and raw it is. And I can't wait to see like what happens. And it'd be great to have you back on and talk yeah. about like just everything. everything. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> the whole thing. Everything you're going to encounter yeah. from here to spring quarter. Yeah. So um, the link to your fundraising campaign is in the uh, description of this episode so people can go check it out. Do you have any idea how long it's going to run? Um, we'll probably just keep it up all of October. Okay. Um, and then a little bit of November. Gotcha. Probably up until like Thanksgiving, that kind of okay. time. Because I'll cool. probably go plug it when I get home. Right. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Hey, family members. Yeah. What's up, guys? <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Have you seen my friend Razor? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll be like, oh, Hannah. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, uh, if you guys want to donate, the link is in the description. I highly suggest you do. I'm definitely going to chip in a little bit. Um, this is incredible. And Thank I'm really so glad much. you're making it. I think you're doing it the right way. Cool. Awesome. And yeah, look forward to just seeing how it progresses. Yeah. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, of course. Of course.